Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey, welcome back. This is Get Detoxicated, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. I am Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist. It is the last day of March, so it's March 31st, and it is once again raining. Um, Thanks to all of you who have have tuned into the podcast so far, and thank you to all of you listeners who have already been submitting questions to me. This is great because I love to be able to help uh, you in the questions that you're seeking to get answered. So today, the question that we're answering comes from St. Louis, and um, the question is, when I confront my partner about being unfaithful, they will deny it in the most convincing way. I have evidence and proof that I am 100% right, and my gut tells me I am right as well. They make me doubt myself. How do I deal with that? Okay, that is a good question. Um, Even if you are not in a position where you are confronting somebody about being unfaithful, you may be confronting them about something else and you are put in the same position of you know that you're right, but they make you doubt yourself. So that's the part of the question I'm going to be answering. Um, If this is a romantic relationship, this this is tough because it is very difficult for us to understand why someone who loves us would want to lie to us. So we have to go back to the baseline of the toxic personality. And the toxic personality operates different than we do. Um, the, The baseline of the toxic person needs to have power, they need to have control, they need to have attention, and they need to have admiration. And the reason that is, is because internally, the toxic person as a whole for whatever reason, um, is, is insecure. And they get their security by controlling the people and the situations around them. We talked, I feel like we talked about this in the first podcast, but I need to go back there just for a minute. Um, because somebody who cheats or somebody who is unfaithful or somebody who lies is doing that for power, control, attention, or admiration. So what I'm trying to do is kind of put a box around the unfaithful thing because Unfaithfulness in a relationship is very, very hurtful. And usually if something like that happens, all you can focus on is the act of unfaithfulness. So I'm trying to kind of put it a bigger picture around it so it's a little bit easier to understand. Um, The first thing is it usually does not have anything to do with you. So if you are with somebody who has been repetitively unfaithful or if it's just something new, normally it doesn't have anything to do with you if that person is indeed a toxic person. Uh, The reason that is, is because when when a toxic person will will seek outside attention and that will result in the unfaithfulness. So just because um, somebody is being unfaithful, again, it does not have anything to do with your shortcomings because what a toxic person does is they 
gather in, they gather attention from as many sources as they can. So if you are dealing with an unfaithful situation, they are just gathering attention and the new attention always wins out over the old attention. So it's not necessarily better attention. It's just new attention. I found this to be very difficult in my situation as well, because when I had rock solid evidence, just like the listener had mentioned, um, I would still end up questioning myself because of the convincing way he would twist the story. And I found myself not knowing this at the time, but it was crossing over the boundaries of gaslighting. And for those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, gaslighting is a twisted type of truth that makes somebody question their themselves or their reality. So it is, you know, partly true, half truths, omitting information that would make the information true um, so that the person that is asking the questions about the actor, about whatever it is that they're asking about, will question their memory, question their sanity, question their reality. And it causes us to doubt ourselves, but it takes the pressure off of the person that's being confronted. So um, in, in this situation, they did probably not plan on getting caught because it's not about trying to discard um, the previous relationship. It's about gathering more attention from many different avenues. So when you catch them in something like that, they're taken off guard and their first instinct is to get back in control of the situation. And how they do that is they fib and they lie and they leave out information until they convince you that you're overreacting or you're too sensitive or your facts didn't add up so that you back off and whatever the topic is kind of gets pushed under the rug. Now, how do you deal with that was the question. Um, it's pretty plain and simple. The problem is, is if you've been in a toxic relationship for a while, things like manipulation become normal to you. So it's hard for you to see it clearly. But point blank, how do you deal with it? If something feels wrong, it probably is. If something does not add up, it probably doesn't. So don't convince yourself that it does. This is where it is essential that you choose yourself. Because someone who lies will always find someone in their life that accepts being lied to. So don't let it be you. You need to make a choice. If you have evidence and you have reason to believe and, and you have a gut instinct that what you know is true, stick to that until you know otherwise. Don't let yourself be wishy-washed into questioning what you were questioning. And again, I know it's easier said than done. But if you've been in a truly toxic relationship, I have no doubt that you've already seen the lying and the denying cycle. Now, you decide to end the relationship or you give an ultimatum or you put your foot down, you are probably going to get small pieces of the truth because they want you to feel like, okay, you're right. That's, that's, this is what happened. And they'll give you just enough pieces of the truth to calm you down and make you feel like they're being truthful. But the, at the end of the day, it's still in your gut going to feel like it doesn't add up. So do not accept that. Uh, acceptance of lies becomes normal the longer you are in bad relationships. They want you to accept, accept it so that you can forget what their first, the first part of the topic was. This is how you survive. This is how they survive in life. 
lying, and denying. It's a cycle. That's how they stay ahead of everything. Um, this is the point where I wish their pants would just fly on fire. It would be so much easier if their nose would just grow like Pinocchio's when they told a lie. Uh, but here's the deal. They are not going to change. So we were born with instinct. We need to keep it sharp and we need to listen to it. You need to be alert to what's happening when it happens. And do not let yourself be convinced that it's not happening. So to the listener, um, I know you personally, and I know you have worked very hard at freeing yourself from a toxic relationship. And I know you work hard every single day on making improvements and healing. So moving forward in your life, what I want you to do is you need to listen. And when you venture into new relationships and new friendships and new work type situations, you need to listen. And when they lie, do not participate. That means you do not need to let people in your life that lie to you because you get to choose who's in your life and who's not in your life. It's not about trusting that all the other people aren't going to lie to you. It's about learning to trust yourself and then reassuring yourself that you're going to choose yourself. So, wow, that was a tough question. I am thankful for that because I am guessing that most of the listeners, even if it didn't have to do with being unfaithful, have felt like they have been lied to and then been coerced into believing that it was something else. So again, thanks for the question and thanks for the other questions that are coming in. I'm going to try to get to those in the next couple days. I know it's Easter, uh, but for those of you who are just turning in, tuning in, I am answering questions of listeners who may be in a toxic relationship, may have questions about characteristics, toxic traits, may wonder know how to handle certain things or why somebody is behaving in a certain way. Those are the type of questions I want to answer here. So you can submit your questions to me on Coaching with Dr. Heidi Facebook page, the Coaching with Dr. Heidi Instagram account. You can email them in to me through the website um, at edgewellness.net and there you can see what some of my programs that I have as well. So thanks for listening. I hope everybody has a great Easter and I will talk to you in a couple days.